I think the biggest thing that I can say is if you don't communicate, you don't have a business, period. You have to be humble and you have to be honest and you have to represent what your business is. Be authentic. Don't create something that's bigger than life that you can't live up to. Welcome, everyone, to the Small Business Roundup. I'm Chris. I'm your host, and my beautiful co-host next to me is my wife, Joe. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about communication. But before we get into that, I just want to remind everybody that if you have any questions at any time, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash SB Roundup, and you can leave us a voice message, and we'll respond to it on air. So with that... Joe, let's talk about communication and how it applies to our business and even, well, it's fair to say that every one of our topics are, are, are pertinent to everyday business. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, why, you know, some of this came up is we have, um, you know, you more than I, uh, you uh, have some really close people that you've worked with that has really been, um, really been deceived by a business. Yes. And and so let's let's talk about that just a little bit, just to kind of set the precedence of the importance of communication, but also um, you know some false communication. And, and the hurt that's happened with it and why communication is so important. So, you know, Chris, talk a, li- talk a little bit about that. I mean, it's a, it's a hot topic and it's something that's, you know, really close to home for us. Um, and, and it's just something that we've, uh, you know, we find that communicating is really important and sad that people were miscommunicated to. For sure. Uh, One thing that I would say right off the bat is communication in our business is so vital. It's critical. We don't get business. We don't um, do business without communication. As simple as marketing. Marketing is a form of communication uh, about you, your service, your Mm -hmm. product, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And at at, at the most basic level, something as easy as Hey Joe, I'm a photographer, and I I photograph high school seniors. I photograph ranch life. Um, do you you know Do you have any business? You know, can I come out to your branding? Yeah. Do you have a high school senior? You know, that's coming up on senior pictures. Right. Simple communication, but communication also applies to uh, everything like pricing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll use myself as an example. Uh, I, I did some work for, um, for an event, and I didn't effectively communicate my pricing. Yeah. And when they asked me uh, how much it's going to be, I told them a price, and it, it took them off guard. You know, it caught them off, you know, uh, off guard, mm-hmm. and they got angry about that. Uh, and you know, it, it goes both ways. I For was sure. not, um, I should have communicated immediately mm-hmm. what my pricing was. Uh, and as a result, you know, it, it really damaged our, our friendship, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so I think, you know, by you saying that, uh, Chris, it, it, it does go both ways from 
the business and the consumer. For sure. Now, when we talk about um, this hot topic, um, we're talking about alleged uh, mis givings, misdoings by, by this business. Um, and I, I would tell you this, it's one thing, it's one thing to talk crap about somebody, but it's another when you have screenshots of messages and contracts and things like that, that back up your, your allegations. Yeah. Then you move to a different realm, which is, um, it, it it just feels like fraud. It mm-hmm. feels like deception, yeah. uh, dishonesty, deceitfulness. You know, you, you go down the list and the uh, profile of what's happening here has been uh, a person puts down a significant deposit for a saddle or a person pays it in full. Mm-hmm. And the, the saddle maker gives this person a uh, estimated completion date. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a, a year or whatever, six months or whatever that date is, comes and goes. Yeah. And the person communicates with the saddle maker and the saddle maker rarely responds. In the realm of people that have disclosed their their uh, dealings mm-hmm. with this person, rarely would this person get back a hold of the consumer or the customer. And... It's very, it's very aggravating, mm-hmm. right? When you're not being communicated to from from just a consumer level yeah. by the business that you've given money to, you know that's very aggravating. But then it goes a step farther, and that is, um, the deadline that the saddle maker gave was blown. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if if you didn't finish my saddle on X date, when can I expect it? And then crickets start chirping. Yeah. And then the person starts to over-communicate to the business. Yeah. And and the business still doesn't get back a hold of them. Yeah. And it's... Or they just continue to give dates. Yeah. Because that's they, what we yeah. experienced, right? Yeah, just sure. Just continue and to get dates. Yeah. Let's make it clear that we're also in the same boat yeah. um, where dates were communicated and missed and... Uh, Excuses yeah. and... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's very aggravating. So you can imagine the level of frustration that happens from the consumer's standpoint yeah. when they go, hey, you know what? This person isn't responding to my texts. They're not responding to my calls, even on social media. They're not responding to anything. Right. And so now, heck, I just want my money back. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they, you know, the, the third uh, stage of, of this profile is, they ask for their money back and then their the door is slammed shut mm-hmm. on them and there's you know they're told that nope this is business and you don't get your money back yeah you know we have a non-refundable clause in our contract yeah. well that's one thing but you've already breached in my opinion you've already breached your own contract by not even you know by not meeting yeah. those dates yeah. that you promised yeah. uh, but it, they yeah. take it they take it another step farther and that is they get angry and then they block the consumer mm-hmm. on social media on text mm-hmm. you know they completely block them out so now you have zero communication yeah and you're left with nothing yeah you've given money and you've gotten nothing yeah. i mean it, it's just a, and that's the same story over and over and over 
kind of over. Yeah, it. This story is deep, and it has a lot of history to mm-hmm. it. Unfortunately, um, the now setting this setting the stage up for this discussion. I don't want it to um, occupy this entire podcast, yeah. but it's important to talk about because I, I think a few things, and, and now we speculate. I think a few things could have happened if if this business had communicated effectively mm-hmm. back to the customer or consumer, you would say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm really behind. And yeah. you would communicate immediately. Yeah. You know, when a customer res- asks you a question, uh, unless there's a huge compelling reason why you can't answer it, right. you know, you should respond at least within 24 hours, if not immediately. Yeah. And in a lot of cases that that hasn't happened here. And you get behind the narrative of what people are starting to say. And people mm-hmm. are starting to say that, you know, this person is a fraud, they're a cheat, they're yeah. this and they're that. And it gets out of control. Yeah. Rightfully so. Right. And you haven't taken any steps to communicate to your customer. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, with all of that being said, I think there's a lesson to be learned. And I think it's something that um, from any up and coming business um, owner or existing business owners, but also for the consumer side of things. Um, You know, something that I do in my business when I sit down with a client of putting a training plan together for them, um, you know, I, I always email over options, training options with pricing and timeline. And then, and then I, you know, as they regurgitate back what they want, then I regurgitate back, here's the plan that we're going to do. Here's our timeline. Here's how the payments work. Here's how, you know, if we don't meet that timeline, my obligation as a trainer, as your, you know, what you're paying for, this is what you will continue to get until we solve the problem or get what we need to, to do. Um, and then we set a series of dates and what if dates are missed and how does, you know, how does that communication work? And so, um, you know, I'm regurgitating back and they're clear about what, what my services are and what I deliver. Um, and so when you go into it, nobody's questioning how they pay, when they pay, what they're going to get, um, when they're going to get it. And so, you know, it's, it's important to have those in place as a business of consuming. And it's not, you know, a product, you know, I'm not, going in and buying a coffee cup off the shelf, you know, if there's anything that's ordered or a a product that has to be delivered, I think it's important that those are really clear and spelled out. I would even go as far to say for your business, because it it is a hundred, well, it is a hundred percent service based. It's even more critical for you to Mm -hmm. communicate because you're not delivering a product. You're, you're delivering um, services in the form of dog training. Yeah. And for someone, you know, it, it's not you training the dog, it's you teaching um, the owners mm-hmm. to train the dog. Yeah. And and effective communication yeah. is so critical yeah. in that time that this is, you know, this is what you're doing and this is what needs to change. Right. You know, effect, right. from my perspective as a photographer, you know, the typical communication lines go like this. Um, 
hey, I'm interested in um, getting my high school senior photographed mm-hmm. with their 10,000 horses. Yeah. Or, okay, four. But <laughs> it feels like 10,000 sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you charge? Yeah. That is, you know, nine times out of 10, that's that's a communication right. from, from the consumer. Right. They say, what do you charge? And I, you know, again, provided I can get to the uh, question right away, I send back pricing. Okay, now I've communicated back mm-hmm. to the consumer. Here's what my pricing is. Let me know if you have any questions. Yeah. You know, and always keeping these lines of communication open. Yeah. Now we set up the time, date, location, uh, you know, outfits, all that stuff. We go out, we photograph them, we're all done. Now, one piece of communication that I feel is even more important is what happens next. Yeah. Well, you set up the expectations by communicating. Mm-hmm. So, hey, in three to four weeks, I'll have these pictures done. Here's where they're going to be delivered. Here's how you can order. You know, here's the pricing for the prints, you know, and, and you go down the list. Yeah. And But it doesn't stop there. Now the images are delivered. Right. Here's what you can and can't do. And, and I'll even use a current example of the most recent photo shoot that I was on where um, the client paid for a commercial license mm-hmm. in addition to the personal license so that they could use them for advertising mm-hmm. right. in their business. And we had to we had to communicate that. You know, that had to be communicated yeah. because when this person asked if um, they could spend some time with me alone with them and their horse and their dogs and stuff like that, I said, sure. Uh, but let me ask you, you know, are you going to be using those images that I do of you alone in advertising? Yeah. And they said, yeah. I said, okay, well, we're going to have to bump that up yeah. to a commercial license because, you know, personal, no problem. Right. But when we're talking about using images in the form of advertising for you to gain business, yeah. well, that changes the pricing structure. Well, and I don't bit. think that consumers necessarily know you know, they don't know that. Right. And so you have to be the one to ask the questions and get the information. It's the same with any business that's some kind of service product ordering type uh, scenario is the consumer really doesn't know. Um, and so it, I feel like it is on the, um, it's on the business owner to be clear. Sure it is. Yeah, to to even to some degree over communicate yeah. because some businesses, some people are just not good communicators right. at all. Yeah. Yeah. And in that respect, it's not that you need to communicate. And if you're if you're not a good communicator, find somebody that is right. and find find somebody to help you yeah. communicate. Yeah. In fact, I, I would tell you this, going back to that saddle maker, mm-hmm. um, I offered to help him. I offered to help this person um, come up with a communications plan. Yeah. After learning of you know kind of a a long history of this of yeah, but I you didn't know the whole scope of it even at that point. No, no, I did. I did <laughs> it not. Was know not. The it, whole it was sc- just impacting you. <laughs> yeah. In a small circle, and yeah. then after that is when just all hell broke loose. But yeah, I mean that was before you even knew. You know, I oh, know, yeah, I knew there was, I knew there was some upset customers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I knew that he wasn't responding to yeah. them. Yep. Um, 
And as another small business owner, I offered you know, to help. Do yeah. you need me to take some time and help you come up with a communications plan? Because I'm willing to do that. Right. But in true to fashion, the person, yeah. you know, this person said, oh, I'll get back with you by X date and uh-huh. let you know. <laughs> right. And X date yeah. came and went. Yeah. And zero communication. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's the whole cycle of it all, of, of everything. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, the other flip side to this and, and the learning experience of this um, saddle maker is, you know, he put on a really good show and he put on a really good front yep. and really just sucked people in. And so I think it's important to remember that when you are a consumer, that if a business doesn't have everything laid out for you, and if you don't deliver, then X, if you don't do this, then what? And have it written out in a contract, if you will, of, you know, the what ifs. And if they're not willing to sign your contract, if you will, then maybe they're not worth going for. You know, that's the only thing that I can think of from a consumer side when you're dealing with ordering custom stuff. Um, That, you know, if you don't know the business other than on social media, that maybe there you need to put your contract in place too. Um, Obviously, a lot of people refer to me. A lot of people refer to you. We have a really big referral source. That's 99% of our business. And so people know that Chris and Joe are going to deliver. That it's not like, oh, we have something to worry about. But maybe if it's somebody new that you're just getting to know and you put in a custom order that maybe have have your own contract. (laughs) You know, I, I mean, we've racked our brains about how, you know, what could have been done different and how things could have been different for all these people. And, you know, how did he get away with it for so long? How did he get away with continuing to take money for so long and nobody knowing about it? versus, you know, we don't really know this guy. He looks really good, and he's a God-loving feller. Yeah. Um, and pe- some high-end people have gotten stuff from him that maybe maybe you should go into it with, you know, can I see your contract first? Well, even trade work. And yeah. trade work as small business owners – is it, it happens all it's the kind time. Of little nuts and bolts that are on the floor. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it sure is. Yeah. Even in trade work, um, you have a tendency to go, well... On um, a handshake. Yeah, on a handshake, yeah. We, yeah. we do it. And I, I give a lot of credit to, to handshake mm-hmm. still. Oh, I mean, absolutely. That, it I've, should be. I've never, with the exception of the saddle maker, yeah. I've never been burned. Yeah. Um, we've never been burned, yep. but even in trade work, there should be something spelled out. Yeah. You know, it yep. doesn't, you don't have to get all contracty Goofy. and yeah. stuff, yep. but it should be, it should be spelled out. For sure. The one thing in business that I always come back to is things don't have to be equal, yeah. but they should be equitable. Yeah. If you charge a thousand dollars and I charge $500 for something, can we trade across the board and both feel that we still got something of value sure. out of that? Yep. And if you both agree on that, 
fabulous. Yep. You know, then this this trade has benefited both of yep. us. Yep. But if you're not feeling that, yeah. if you say, well, you charge a thousand, I charge five hundred, and you know, my let's say purses are five hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. Well, maybe we could do a purse and gloves or sure. something yeah. like yeah. that you yeah. know and yeah. you come up with some type of equitable trade right. for each party right. but it's it you know it all comes down to being clear on communication and Absolutely. i still feel like it's on the the ownership of the business owner to put all of those things into place of you know here's what we agreed upon here's what you know what's going to happen here's the timeline and and you know to be honest chris i um you know, I, I put a significant amount of money down on two custom saddles before all of this, long before all of this. And, um, and then I got a phone call from the family that said that he had passed away unexpectedly and wanted to know where they could send the money to. Mm. And, and it wasn't, there was no question, you know, they, their, his sons were, you know, in the up and coming of, of doing saddles, but they didn't feel like they, could deliver what his dad had promised us. And this is a completely different saddle Completely maker. different yeah, saddle yeah. maker. Um, and, and they were still kind of in the up and comings and they're like, we don't really feel like we can deliver, you know, what your request is because we had it all written out. You know, we had the tooling, we had the seats. I mean, we had everything was spelled out and, and the timeline was in there. And so, you know, his sons just felt like they couldn't, they weren't up to that skill level. And so it was just, you know, so I met his wife and, and they refunded the money, you know, and, and that's really what it's about. Hey, I'm behind. I can't deliver this. I'm not taking any more money until I can get caught up to where I'm at. But when you just don't communicate or you block people, you don't leave any other any other avenue for people to go in other than to get angry and take legal action? You're you're shutting down the communication yeah. lines. The, yeah. the lines of communication have been shut down, yep. and that's been on your side, you know, yeah. on, on the saddle maker mm-hmm. side. And, mm-hmm. of course, that more than anything else is going to just fire people yep. up. Um, when, you, when you're in a situation where you're behind, mm-hmm. um, as a business owner, we've all been there. You know, I've been 12 shoots in the hole yep. trying to get, yep. trying to get images out. And, and I have to estimate when my images are going to be done. And so for someone that I just did a shoot with and I'm already 12 shoots in the hole, yeah. you know, I have to, I have to communicate with that person and say, it's going to be three months. But I have to hold myself to that right. three months. And if I don't, yeah, I have to communicate. And you better communicate before the three months is up. I have to communicate <laughs> yeah. with, with that customer. Yeah. And if I'm not going to meet that deadline, I need to communicate with yeah. them. Yeah. That, that's, it, it's as simple as that. People, I think people will forgive you mm-hmm. for getting behind mm-hmm. if you communicate yep. with them. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and you show them that, Hey, I'm behind. I I have you know six shoots or twelve shoots mm-hmm. or whatever that is, mm-hmm. and even up front. Hey, I just want you to know, you know, my pipeline right now yeah. is going to put you about three months down the road to yep. get your images. If yep. you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. Right. You know, right? So yeah, communication 
you know, coming back to the very beginning, communication is it's just critical to your business. Yeah. And well, I think too, uh, Chris, you have to be humble. And I mean, I've had to, you know, I've got some clients that I need to get booked, but because I hurt my knee, like I can't, I can't see them. <laughs> you know, I can't deal with their dog because I'm not strong enough to do that. And so, you know, I have, to, I've had to communicate, you know, give me two weeks, let me get, you know, things stronger. And you kind of have to be humble about, Sometimes life thinks, hey, I, I've got to get up and take care of my daughter. It's going to put me behind about two weeks or, you know, whatever that is. But people just need to know they're not judging and they're not. If they know, yep. then it's great. But if you leave it on them to have to communicate to you and go, hello, what's In, happening? If you, you talk about two extremes uh, with this saddle maker um, you know, people are are saying nothing short of fraud yeah. and yeah. you know it's, deception, it's blah blah blah. Yeah. But the IRS, when they showed up at our kitchen table, <laughs> they were effectively communicating, yes. weren't <laughs> they? <laughs> and not that we were doing anything wrong, we just didn't know. <laughs> so I was like, oh. But they yes. were very effective communicating. Yeah. yeah, very clear. <laughs> so, um, but. But really, it's about being, it's about being humble. It's about saying, hey, I messed up. Yep. Give me another chance, you know? But they don't. Um, or he does. He has not. <laughs> and so communication really is, it's not just about, hey, here's my, here's how busy I am and I'm get behind. You know, I'm working, but then there's hiccups in life called life that can set you behind as well. And people understand that. They get it. They're like, oh, yeah, let me know if you need more time on your knee. You know, let me know if you, you know, what I can do to help or, you know, is there anything that we can do over the phone? You know, so if you if you just communicate and be humble and know that as a business owner, you kind of you kind of have to be vulnerable out there. My heart goes out to those that have been affected by uh, this saddle maker. Mm -hmm. Um I, I don't know anything else to say uh, other than that. There's so many people with the same story yeah. with screenshots and everything to back this up. And, and it's just heartbreaking yeah. when you, when you hear the stories. And I think what infuriates me even more is, although I, I'll, I'll relatively, I, sh I knew this guy for less than a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like, we were on the same page business wise, yeah, and clearly not. But yeah, uh, you know. But from one small business to another, that's something. I I think like the Western world, you know, that's something that people take very personally. Mm -hmm. That they take personal pride in in helping one another, and yeah. that's something that you don't see a lot. And yeah. that's something that I truly respect in this lifestyle is it doesn't matter who you are. It right. doesn't matter what event or rodeo branding, whatever it is, you yeah. know, people will drop everything to help one another. Right. Right. But when you violate that trust, yeah, it's over. It, it's over. Yeah. And, and here's, here's the side of this on small business. You know, when you are a small business owner, it doesn't take much more than a nod to acknowledge that you put the the blood, sweat, mm -hmm. and tears 
into your business, that yeah. you've been up at two o'clock in the morning responding to emails, that you're working on images at one in the morning mm-hmm. to get them out in the morning, the like to meet your yeah. deadline. Yeah. You know, you give that small business nod yeah. that, yeah, yeah man, it. we put it all <laughs> yeah. on the line and we risk everything every day. Yeah. You know what? And this son of a bitch, he violated that. Yep. And, and yep. that burns the shit out of me. Yeah. That burns me so bad because I felt like I I felt like we connected mm-hmm. on a small business level. Yeah. And and to hear to hear this bullshit yeah. that goes back so many years. I mean yeah. I I told I told another person in a text yesterday that I will use uh, my skills and expertise to help ferret out meaningful resolutions for people that have been affected because mm-hmm. of this person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, as far as communication goes and, and, um, you know, the, why you and I complement each other so well is, um, I, I take a really harder approach about, you know, for me is, you know, excuse my language, fuck you and the horse that you rode in on. And I don't want anything to do with it. And, um, I hope everybody does what they need to do to take him to the cleaners. And, and that is to take the steps to legally move forward, even though it's a pain in the butt to go through the legal system. I can't do anything. Um, but, but everybody can, meaning I can't do anything for you, you need to go to law enforcement. You need to do what you need to do so that people stop giving him money. Because you may not ever get your money back, but we have to stop everybody else from giving him money. And the only way to do that is not sit here and bitch about it, not sit here and complain about it, but to take the actions that are out there to make sure that it doesn't happen again. In those groups, in the group Facebook group that's been created as a result of of this mess um, because there was so much <laughs> communication right. by, by the people <laughs> right. that have been, uh, been affected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every bit of social media that this person had is now gone. Okay. Um, there's, yeah, there's a little spattering of stuff here yeah. and there, but yeah. the main, the main communication yeah. channels that this person had are now gone. Okay. And that's good and bad because there's absolutely no, yeah. Way to communicate. There goes more communication yeah. down the toilet. Yeah, you know? exactly. Hello, that's... At the same time, though, he, you know, to some degree, they're not able to take in new business, um, you know, from the social media channels. Right. Uh, that being said, there has been a Facebook group set up for those affected by the saddle maker. And if you're one of those, I encourage you to get on Facebook and look that Seek up. Get out and because take there, the actions. Because there is clear communication there. There's literally step one, two, three on how to file your court paperwork, Mm -hmm. how to file a uh, police statement, because there is a deputy sheriff up in uh, Flathead County in Montana where uh, he he is part of the group and he is taking statements from people that have been affected. And whether or not this turns into criminal remains to be seen, but without a doubt, there are civil remedies that you yeah. can. And, and I think that's the best way to go instead of getting caught up in the drama of it all and caught up in, you know, everything that's happened. Take the actions, 
really truly take the actions to help your fellow cowboy or cowgirl that's been screwed or that potentially could be screwed. Yep. And that's that's really my approach to it is take action, everybody, because that's the only way that's going to happen is to shut him down. And it does no good to sit here and, and tell your story if you don't do something about it. And that's communication, clear communication, do something about it so that he doesn't do it to the next person. So, um, I, I think that, you know, it's brought up a lot of emotion and I think in other businesses that he's deceived, you know, been deceitful with and has, has lied about, um, and even the people that he got closest to were some pretty big named businesses that he kind of just fucked over and, you know, and then they get stuck in being blamed because they should have known. And then you should have known, you should have known. No, we, none of us knew. And so we put, need to put our arms around everybody else and get everybody to file the claims that need to be filed to shut him down. Imagine somebody, imagine a business owner befriending you and saying, hey, by the way, I'm screwing over a bunch of people. Right, exactly. You know, no, he's got to look mean, as good as you. Yeah, your face yeah. would be like, what? <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know? Yeah, so to assume that people know and assume, yeah. you know, you didn't know. So why would somebody else know? Just because this person made some strategic moves to befriend some pretty high-end businesses that could benefit him and continue to make him look good to continue to gain the business, gain, gain the money, not business, gain the money that he did. And so, you know, be clear about, you know, the communications, but also understand that the business owners that he would talk about and represent or vice versa, they didn't know either. And so to blame and to put, you know, your finger towards everybody else is also not the right thing to do either. We are all on this same sinking ship. And and communication is really the key to getting, you know, him taken care of legally the right way, but also helping each other so that nobody else adds to the sinking ship. For sure. There's been um, reports, uh, you know, and, and these are secondhand. I even hesitate to, you know, to mention them here. But there were some big brands that this person was working with that actually reached out to other people mm -hmm. and said, you know, do you know about yeah. any of this stuff? Yeah. And, you know, behind the scenes, I think there was some groundswell that was mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah. Um, before we before we move into the last part of of this episode, um, you know, I want to take a second and I want to acknowledge somebody out there for yeah, and I don't think that he would say this, but uh, for having the courage to stand up mm -hmm. um, because the first time that I ever, you know, the the first time that I ever heard an inkling of of this was yeah. when our friend Michael Dow yeah. posted. Yep. Um, uh, about this, you know, yeah. and he said, Hey guys, I, you know, I know that you're friends right? with them. There's the communication. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I know you're friends with them, but I just want you to know that, you know, he screwed over one of my friends and I'm going to post on Facebook about it. And that was the first time, yeah. you know, that like, Oh, you know, he's, he's got some mess to clean up here. Yeah. And that's how I looked at it from a business perspective yeah. was, 
you got some mess to clean up, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, you better <laughs> you right. better start making things yeah. right. Yeah. And but that snowball with Michael posting this back in December, that snowball started gaining momentum, and then. You know, I th- I think he tried to recover from that, yeah. which there was n- there was no yeah. recovery because yeah. it's gone on so long, and that's only something that, in hindsight, we know now. Right. But but as time went on, you you know, I got a random email from somebody I don't even know, you know, just a random email of, that somebody asked me a cowboy up in Montana said, "Hey, do you know um, you know anything about this? You know." saddle guy over here uh, mm-hmm. that uh, you know put some money down and and there's some of my cowboy friends that put some money down and we haven't gotten po- product and mm-hmm. and this person isn't communicating with us at all yeah and I wrote back and I said you know I don't you know I, I can't speak for this guy's business but I can tell you that um, I have heard some other rumblings about this and I you know yeah. I, I don't know yeah I don't know the answer to that and then Really, the uh, I think the where it really gained momentum was when Rachel posted, and everybody really came out of the woodwork at that point. Right. Well, and I just you know I think that it's be clear and communicate to know that there's people that will support you, but also don't blame those people that didn't know, and don't blame people that don't know, and don't blame people that continue to follow and like. Yep. Um. Because it, it, this is it's it's an individual thing, and and uh, you everybody needs to band together. But um, I think it's just a great example and a great learning ex, uh, learning experience for everybody out there that owns a business or wants to own a business. That communication can make or break you, and and communication really is the key. And that if you can't deliver, then you need to communicate that. Um, if you, um, if you're trying to communicate and you don't feel like it's working, communicate another way. Um, and, and, and at the end of the day, fulfill your promises of communication and, and do it with integrity and do it with pride and do it because you love what you do and that you're not, um, doing it because you're just trying to take money and not work. Um, so I, I think it's just a big, you know, the reason why it's a topic for us is because it should be a lesson out there to everybody of how important communication is and how important it is to deliver. From day one, if, you know, if you're listening to this and you have a, if you have a side hustle or a side gig and you're looking to move that into a full-time gig, mm-hmm. uh, communication should be the first thing on your mind yeah. every day yeah. is, you know, how do I communicate my message? How do mm-hmm. I communicate to my customers? What do I need to communicate? You know, th- you go through the steps of what do I need to communicate? Who do I need to communicate with? Yep. When do I need to communicate? And and even ask yourself why you need to communicate. Yeah. Yep, for sure. And I think that that's really the key and that's the lesson to be learned over over all of this is, you know, unfortunately a lot of people got screwed over because one human being misrepresented and miscommunicated who he was. I totally agree. Joe, take us out. Um, your own personal, uh, I mean, we, we talked this to death on this episode, but give us your own 
your own views on the importance of communication? Well, I, I think the biggest thing that I can say is if you don't communicate, you don't have a business, period. Um, and you have to be humble and you have to be honest and you have to um, represent what your business is. Be authentic. Um, don't create something that's bigger than life um, that you can't live up to. That's great. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Small Business Roundup. I'm Chris. I'm your host. And I've been here next to my beautiful co-host, my wife, Joe. Thank you all for tuning in. We look forward to the next podcast episode. And again, if at any time you want to leave us a message on air, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash SB Roundup. Leave us a message. We would love to talk to you on air.